Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. The only show that spends a lot of pre-show time talking about vagina ads. You think we're the only show? I'm guessing not. You know, if I was Summer's Eve, instead of just screwing around, I would just run a bunch of print ads of a vagina. It's like, here it is, with the parts labeled. And then a, a little arrow that says, insert douche here. Done. That would probably be actually more informative than the one that they actually made. Well, you don't know, because you didn't click the link that says click here and see about your vagina. And take the test. As far as I'm you know, sure I would ace it. As far as you know, you could have clicked it and there would have been all kind of it's a hardcore fisting going on. You know, vagina from the inside, little camera inside. They might as well anymore with the ridiculous commercials that are on. You really? Because they're getting worse. You really think the commercials that are on now are sure they're just like fisting? No, I'm just saying they're getting more and more graphic. I would agree. There needs to be. Do you remember the olden days when there was a moratorium on disgusting shit on your TV? Like people just said, you know what? It's not nice to have ads about douches, so let's just not. Yes, and then they were only allowed after, like, 9 p.m. or whatever. Right, or, you know what, let's not run a bunch of ads about dick pills. Right. And fucking all the time. Because, you know, maybe kids don't really need to hear about how you can pop a pill and be ready to go any time of day or night. Right, and then they have the women's lubricant stuff now, or or, uh, it might even be a pill. I don't know, I'm blocking it all out. It's it's not a pill, it's a little In seconds, I was there. Well, let me ask Yay! (laughs) But, okay, now, here's the thing, that some of these things are more important than others, right? Like, the douche ads, I'm a little bit torn about, because I know back in the old days, Lysol tried to convince you ladies to douche with Lysol. Right. So maybe you need ads to know there's alternatives. You don't have to use household cleaners on your hoo-ha. People don't know where their hoo-ha is or what it's called. They'd be putting things in it, know what I'm saying? Except for the ba- very primal yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, how much do you really need to know about your vagina? I guess is my question. Because Summer's Eve is I think you need a master's course in your vagina. Well, I don't know. To be. I think most people seem to get along just fine Isn't in it, the dark. And here's my question. Isn't it pretty much universally agreed by doctors that you should limit the amount of fluid Absolutely. <laughs> so. But, you know, Summer's Eve doesn't want you to know that. Maybe I should make my own little video, put it up there with questions. What happens if you douche too often? They'll be spring, fresh as a spring daisy. I'd have a drooling vagina, little hand puppet. What the hell, man? Because it'd be all weepy and infectious. That's what happens. Wait a minute, you can get an infection that just makes your vagina run all the time? Yes. Well, that would make things easier. No, it's not a pleasant runniness. <laughs> it's of the itchy variety. Is it gritty? No. It's not nice. I wouldn't say gritty. More, more like nose mucus and like less like pussy mucus. No, I mean, more like the shit that comes out of your face. Like, okay, let's not nasty. That's a bad word. Don't say it again. That's what it is. Yeast infections are gross. And it's a delicate balance. You know, people say that periods are proof that God hates women. It's not that. It's yeast infections is proof that God hates women. That's true. But men can get them too. Not and you can pass them back and forth. Wait, eh, well, that's why I'm I suggest. That's if why the woman gets one, treat you both. If This is what I'm saying. If you think your woman has an infection, it's time for butt sex. Sorry. 
you'll get over it, lady, and then we'll move back around. Like, you don't think you can get a yeast infection in your anus? Because you can. I'm just saying, if one hole goes bad, just move to the other one. Until yeah, the so let's just one. infect them both. So the other one goes back to normal. You're assuming that the then guy... You're out of business for You're good. assuming that the guy gave you yeast infection. I'm just saying, that you, is not they true. pass it back and forth. Yes, you can harbor it without any symptoms. You chicks are nasty. That's true. Nasty. If you're hearing the show now and you wonder why it sounds like you've done this before, we've done it before. There's a brownout, and we lost a bunch of the show. So there was a, about a lot of good jokes. Like, I had this whole excellent bit about how you could make a vagina cooler that would cool your whole body, and it was actually scientifically sound. It was a great idea, but only people in the live chat heard it. And I'm not going to redo it now, because that would bore me. So, to the point at hand, I was in Starbucks. A bastion of all things hipsterish and non-confrontational for the most part. I believe a Starbucks should be almost like a a more, hmm, almost like the modern library, right? I have my internet. I have coffee available to me. People should speak in slightly subdued voices so I don't have to listen to them. You know what I mean? Okay. Starbucks plays the most inoffensive, uh, useless music in the world. Right, it's just like this kind of light, pseudo poppy stuff. Yeah, they that... had the outfield on the other day. Okay, that's other, not bad. Other than the point where I wanted to stab myself in the air because the outfield was playing, but so I should be able to go here, drink my coffee, wait for you to finish grocery shopping, and then go home without being exposed to rabid ideologues from the teabag party. Right. I don't. I understand that everybody's upset, right? And I totally am behind people getting behind political causes to fix the problem. Namely, could everybody in Washington D.C. stop being a fucking douche for five seconds? Stop staring the country towards the iceberg for a little bit and think about how we could actually fix some stuff. I think that's like this whole debt ceiling thing, right? I actually delved into it and started like really learning about it. Cause I was like, how can this happen? And why don't I ever hear other countries talking about this shit happening other than little pissant countries like Greece. Right. Okay. And it's because you can't here's the thing. All of our debt is owed to people in us dollars. Do you understand that? Okay. That's how we measure here. No, right? it's how, it's how, how the, measure no, worth here. it's how the world measures. Okay. It's okay. in, it's in you. It's not in yen. It's not in any other thing. Who? We have all the dollars we want. We can make more. That's not how it works. It, it actually is how it works. It's supposed to be backed in gold, correct? No, no, no. We haven't been on the gold standard for 30 years, at least 30 years. It, it is not. So you're thinking they gold. should just, you know, fire up the mills and would, get to printing i would understand if you would think that this is my harebrained plot and that it's totally full of shit but i'm not the one actual economists are saying look we because we own the money you, we can't actually be in this kind of trouble it's dumb and it's just political theater and i hate it so i'm sitting there and i see this group and i think that they're like one of those bible groups which again ah you you bible people have to stop you need to keep that shit where i don't have to be exposed to it i find bible study groups at starbucks about as troublesome as you would find a circle jerk at starbucks it would be annoying and you'd be like really it would annoy you as much as remember we were watching weeds last week and everybody was having a good time and then all of a sudden for no reason there's a hand job scene 
two guys getting jerked by one girl. Yeah. Remember that? And we yeah. both went, come on. That's what I feel like when I go into Starbucks on a Saturday morning and there's a bunch of people with their Bibles out. A, they don't know what they're doing. They they really don't. You listen to the Bible study group and they're like, okay, well, Jesus really wants us. No, you're wrong. You're, please stop. I think that we should take all the Bibles and other than the part where he talks about the Ten Commandments, burn it. That's the only part that's any good. And even that, I can only have one chick at a time. Come on. Cut it out. I'm not allowed to feel a little envy because my neighbor's got two chicks at a time. Come on. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Also, some, continue. sometimes you got to kill people. So, yeah, that amendment, that commandment could be like a provisional commandment that would say, normally, don't, don't kill anybody. Okay. Unless they really have it coming. But it was not, in fact, a religious group. It was a bunch of these fucking teabaggers. And <sighs> the things they said made me concerned not only for the future of this country, but for my immediate future that one of them might have a suicide vest on. Because they were talking about how you have to be very careful when you watch TV because you're constantly being brainwashed. Now, you and I have said stuff like this before, right? Like, you have to be careful because advertising is designed to make you do shit that you don't need to do, don't want to do, and is probably going to cost you money, mm -hmm. right? So I get that. Right. And I think everybody needs to be aware that when you see an advertisement on TV, your brain should just automatically turn off until the entertaining programming returns. But even programming is getting a little sneaky now because uh, it's all advertising. Like MasterChef, how pissed off were you on MasterChef the other day when they're cooking along and all of a sudden Fatty McFats a lot comes over to a station and goes, hey, I see you're using this knife that we supplied for you. It's a blah, blah, blah knife. And it's the best thing since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. I actually cannot masturbate unless I'm holding a blah, blah, blah knife in my left hand, which makes it kind of tricky. Yeah, it's annoying. It's very annoying, but it's very obvious. So they're talking about how media is brainwashing you, but they mean like you're going to wake up one day, go out into the yard and start shooting things. Like lizard people are going to get in your brain because of the media. That, that's a bit extreme, but people have been yapping about that kind of stuff for forever. Right. And I thought that at some point somebody had realized, oh, you can't actually program a human being like a computer through their TV. Right. I thought Videodrome was the last I was going to see of the silliness. Not, don't get me wrong. Videodrome is fucking awesome. There's nothing more awesome than early David Cronenberg and Videodrome is the shit. But I really thought people understood that it's not literally going to change who you are and turn you into a creepy alien man. It's not they live, I think, is what people think is going to happen. Okay. Well, I don't think everybody believes that. But a lot of people do. They also believe that Michelle Bachman is sending them secret messages coded in her speeches. See, I, when you tell me that kind of thing, that's what that's what tips it over. What do you mean? When the idea that uh, a political figure, I was going to say leader, but that's a, a stretch, a figure is speaking directly to you and in code and like, okay. When I start my third sentence and I wink, <laughs> looking right at you, babe, kind right. of crap. And to you, that sounds uh, very uh, John Hinckley, right? Yes. Getting ready to go do some crazy shenanigans. Yes. Now, I thought that too. And I was eavesdropping a little bit. And then I realized that, holy shit, Michelle Bachman may be sending coded messages to groups all across the United States. 
And I came upon, I came to the conclusion, not just because it's my idea and not because I heard them, but because like when I did some research, a lot of people actually find reason to believe this is true. I don't listen to her because every time I do, a part of my brain dies. It's like pouring stupid directly into my cranium and it makes me stupider just having heard it. So I try to avoid direct exposure. I will read the text of her speeches, at which time I go, you are fucking crazy. But she apparently uses phrases that are not commonly used and that have very biblical connotations. Like begat? No. Yes, begat would immediately, I think that would tip off even the unbeliever such as myself. I'm like, well, nobody Because that's begat. used in everyday conversation. It's just the Beatitudes, right? There's a whole book in the Bible where it's mm-hmm. just begat, begat, begat. Mm-hmm. And really, when they were writing the Bible, do you think that somebody got to that chapter? Don't you think somebody should have said, I don't, I don't think we need this? Like back during the Council of Nicaea, when they were throwing entire books of the Bible in the fire, don't, why couldn't somebody have gone, this book, we don't need it? very important it's it's of no use family tree whatever but anyway apparently the phrase jot and tittle which is the same as like you would say dot your i's and cross your t's okay bible time people would say jot and tittle because the tittle is the little thing well it's much faster way to say it well kind of the tittle is the little thing over the eye and jot is the thing across the t right apparently she will start and end sections of her speech with phrases like this, so they know that this is just you, my Bible people. Well, now you're going to have to get a hold of all of her. No, I don't, no because if I thought the crazy was going to get in okay. my head before, this will destroy you. This will make you insane. And it makes me, are you not afraid that she might actually get somewhere and then all of her little sleeper cells all over the country are come popping up? No. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because if 70% of women don't know where their vagina is, I can't identify it on a map, then I don't think there's that many people that are taking meticulous notes on her speeches. Oh, but I think... And being able to decipher it. I think they're dumb enough that... I think they're enough that... This is just like uh, the Orphan Annie secret decoder ring. I'm telling you, these are probably not complicated messages. They're probably very simple. Go vote for me. Watch out. Because... If you really got something like this moving in this country, it could be a problem for a lot of people because the Bible can be used to back up a lot of stances that people in this country already are kind of getting behind. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess that's why like Warren Jeffs was so popular. And the thing is, is they were not wanting to have his testimony broadcast on television anymore. Because he's just sermonizing. I know, but he's been in jail for five years now, right? Right. And he's still preaching every week to his parishioners. Well, it's, he still has a hold on them, can't, which is know. why they're concerned, because they they could throw him in jail for life, and he'll still be the leader of that church. Of course, he's not going to have a 12-year-old bride by his side. Well, no, but here's the problem with religious people in the justice system. When you say you have to stop what you're doing, I don't care what Jesus tells you. Putting your penis inside a 12-year-old girl and recording it is bad. I think we can all agree that that is not behavior that we want to have in a civilized country. Regardless of what Jesus might be telling you is okay. When you do that, you that's where the term martyr comes from. And people love that shit. 
They love that show, which is why he's going to defend himself. He's going to spend every day preaching. He's going to spend every day listening to his tapes of himself with his 12-year-old brides. This is the thing to me that I just find it hard to believe. Okay, we need execution squads. You know, they were talking about death panels when Sarah Panel was getting all crazy. Right. We need the Sam execution squad. And what it is, is whenever somebody commits a crime and you round up the evidence and you find incontrovertible what the fuck proof of something like Warren Just tape of him fucking 12 year olds. Yeah, that was one of the only things that he had on him, like a prized possession. Right. Well, I got to keep that because mm-hmm. you don't you don't get come across one of those every day. Mm-hmm. Then I'm allowed to go to their house and bludgeon them to death with a claw hammer. No questions asked. I just show up at your house. Ding dong. Who is it? Bam. We're done. No trial, no nothing. Because again, this douchebag, you're right. He's going to be in jail forever. They're not going to kill him, which is what he deserves. He's just going to stay in jail. He's going to be locked up in his little solitary cell, which is what he wants. He's gonna, just going to sit in there and pray all day. Mm-hmm. That's true. And his followers are just going to get stronger because of it. So I know that this is going to upset you, but we need to make a list of everybody who refuses to renounce, renounce the Jesus. And we're going to have to put them. Stop it. I'm sorry. You guys broke the rules and you keep breaking them and you unnerve me. I have sweat rolling in between my boobs. Is that sexy? It would be if you weren't so mean. I thought everything with boobs was sexy. I used to think that too. And then I started to realize that sometimes you're so very mean that even your boobs can't stop it from being unpleasant. I love you though. But again, because of your beliefs, you got to go to jail. Come out. Or you do some news? Yeah. But at a Starbucks, I was uh, exposed to this. Do you know how far that means the craziness has reached? It's reached deep. Despite confessed three-day drinking binge, the mayor of a small Wisconsin town refuses to step down. Mayor Bob Ryan of Sheboygan, a town of about 51,000 people, 50 miles north of Milwaukee. I just need to correct you. This is not Sheboygan. That's how it's pronounced. pronounced. I'm pretty Sheboygan. Doesn't Sheboygan have an H in it? Isn't there an actual? Okay, you keep going. I'm going to look it up. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I've been through there. I apologize for a wild, boozy weekend and passing out in a local tavern. But he defended his alcohol as... He said his alcoholism doesn't affect his job performance and he would not resign despite a unanimous vote by a city council committee, according to Reuters. Just to be clear, Sheboygan and Sheboygan are two different places. Okay, whatever. Nobody would have ever known. What difference does it freaking make? Well, because I don't want the people. Sheboygan's a much bigger town. I don't want them getting mad at me. I might go there sometime. Did I pass out on a bar? Yes, I did. I'll admit that. Uh Was I in a scuffle? Yes. Did I start it? No, I did not. He told a local radio station. As if it makes a difference. It, it does. I didn't start it. I was just really drunk, and this guy hit, went to push me, and I said, no, buddy, I'm the mayor. Let's fucking roll. Now, this is the kind of thing. I find it interesting that political elected people no longer seem to be willing to just stop when they get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the olden times, as soon as there was a whiff of trouble... You were out of there. Right. Like, what was the guy's name that was on the boat with the model? The monkey shines. I'm talking about he was running for president. Everybody thought he was going to be the next big fucking thing. No. You remember that? It was a while back. But as soon as he was on a boat and they see him prancing around with the topless model, he's out of there. Right? Yeah, because now it's 
deny, deny, deny Not until he- you're faced with evidence and proof. And, and even then you lie. It wasn't that's that long true. after Gary Hart. That's who I'm talking about. Gary Hart. Uh, not too long after him, right? We find the president in the Oval Office getting a blowjob blowing his goo all over somebody's dress. And then he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Mm-hmm. There's a, there was a girl attached to that mouth? I thought it was a mystical presidential dick-sucking mouth. I had no idea. And now, you're right. Now there's another guy who's like, we got proof that you're fucking an underage girl. What? I don't care. I got to work on this debt ceiling thing. I ain't got time. Yeah. And now you're I guess because they get away with it. That's the thing. If if only 10% of the people actually get away with it with very few side effects, right. why wouldn't they try to weasel out? Well, and this is my question. We needed to make it easier to yank your ass out of office. Right? Right now it's pretty hard to get somebody out of office if they start acting the fool. Mm-hmm. We need to make it easier. Okay, maybe he knows nobody else wants to step up to the plate. Nobody else wants to be mayor of Sheboygan, right. my shitty little town that right. constantly gets confused for Sheboygan. Maybe. I don't know. I've not, I, I don't know. I'm not terribly familiar with that place. It does seem that way. I mean, even around here, we have political officials that go off the rails all the time and nothing yep. fucking happens. That's what I'm saying. You roll the dice, your odds are looking pretty good that you're going to get off scot-free, so why not? Well, and that's my question is how do you fix that? Because the idea used to be you fixed it by people, you know, you if you wanted to stay mayor, you didn't turn into a fuck-up because next time around they'd vote yeah, right? People become so apathetic and the political machine has become so much based on who has money that it doesn't matter. You can be the biggest fuck-up in the world. If you have the most money, you win. You'll be back. I don't know what the answer is. Speaking of Wisconsin, you know, the Koch brothers, those douchebags that were back in the governor up there when he was busy trying to break the government unions being all crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a recall election going on up there, right? Of course. Because a bunch of people acted the fool. And now the people of Wisconsin are like, you got to get the fuck out of office. You are a douche. So these people spent $15 million to send out flyers instructing people on how to vote during the recall election. Right. Seems like a nice thing to do. Okay. Right. Totally contrary to their own interests, because they would like the douchebags to stay in power. Uh, except for the date is two days after the election was closed. Mm-hmm. So I tell them to turn their shit in by the 11th, and it's closed on the 9th. Nice. Nice and sneaky. Now, doesn't that seem like that should be illegal, and not just kind of, oops, don't do that. Illegal in the, you're, you're messing with a state election, and now we're going to kill you. Kind of illegal. Yeah. No, nope. I would think. Nope. I guess they assume that people should be informed if they're going to go vote, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to do. I want people are always like, you should move to Canada. Canada is even more fucked up than the United States. Nope. And it's I don't cold. think they want us. No, Canada actually, sure Canada actually, on more than one occasion in my early 20s, refused to allow me to come into Canada. There were several times I was offered jobs by companies in Canada. And they said, eh, we got enough. Thanks. Which is why I wonder we don't, why we don't handle jobs like Canada handles jobs. Like where you got to prove there's no Canadian that can do the job. Like you got to prove there's no American that can do the job. No. Yeah. Curious and curious. But I wish I was mayor because apparently you just fuck around, drink all day, do whatever you want. Well, perhaps he's a functioning alcoholic. Really? Because he was drunk for three fucking days. And that means that at least one of those days. Yeah, that's not functioning. Was a work day. That's not good. 
Because I, I did work with functioning. Was it a furlough day? I don't know. I did work at one time with functioning alcoholics, which when the shift bell rang, they started drinking and they continued to drink until it was time to sober up for the next day. That's not good. No, it's not good, but they were always there. They're there on time. They usually smell a little bad. It's like, yeah, it don't smell so good. That job was bad because it was turning me into a functioning alcoholic there for a while. Eh, I got to be at work at six in the morning. I can drink till two. Problem solved. Not good. Next story. Uh, this story makes me mad. A man whose son died after playing video games for long periods is campaigning for greater awareness of the risk posed by their excessive use. Chris Staniforth, 20, who would play his console for up to 12 hours, died in May from deep vein thrombosis. His father, David, believes the condition may have been triggered by long gaming sessions. DVT can form during long periods of immobility and can kill if the clots travel to the lungs. Now, okay, I'm curious about why this story makes you mad. Because surely somebody had the sense to tell this kid, how about you get up and do something? You don't really need to sit there for 12 hours straight. Playing right. freaking games. Right. Get up. Right. It's right. a completely preventable death. That's what makes me mad. Except for that this kid was older. He wasn't. 20. Right. Okay. You go tell Thing One to stop doing the silly shit she does and see no, how I'm that works out. I'm just saying. I'll say. I'll, I'll pull up some pictures of deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> say this could kill you. Pull up some stories. Right. Absolutely. And she'll say the same thing she said. She's getting ready to take a trip. And we said, we don't want you to leave in the middle of the night and drive all night. Mm -hmm. That's dumb. And she's like, I don't care what you say. And she would say the same thing. That's not going to happen to me. I'm young and healthy. You know what I mean? I guess, but. And know. it's it's frustrating. I mean, I agree with you. And this is one of the, but the deep vein thrombosis thing is not new and it's not unheard of. Well, People no. die on fucking airplanes every once in a while. Cause yes, but it's die. usually not 20 year olds. No, that's true. But that's why I often wonder, like, when we go to the casino, if one of these days somebody's mm -hmm. just going to keel over next to us. Absolutely. We, we have seen people. It is a little unnerving when you're at the casino and then you see, all of a sudden, you see the little dudes with the yellow backpacks. Yeah, they just come out of nowhere. Yeah, and you look to your mm -hmm. left and you realize that it's because somebody is on the floor. Right. <laughs> like, ooh, what happened to you? Maybe it's deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. It's sitting too long. It's not good for you. Safety tip at the casino, get up and move machines every half hour. It's not going to hurt you. I think everybody that has a desk job and has to sit there for like eight hours at a shot and in in this day and age when you're lucky to get a break much right. less a lunch break right should get to tune in to that show that used to be on all the time it was called sit and be fit oh no did you ever see that the one with the old lady who yes. was in a wheelchair or whatever well she wasn't in a wheelchair but it was but four people who were yes. in a wheelchair right mm -hmm. wow. so you could sit there and tighten your glutes tighten release tighten release. i do it all anyway it's a, i'm a i'm terrified that as i get older i'm gonna lose control of my butt so nice I, I do butt kegels Half an hour every day. Well, they have those chairs now, like the balance chairs, the big giant rubber ball or whatever. Yeah. And that's also supposed to help with that. You know, and reading more and more, sitting in your desk all day is going to kill you. It just No, is. you have to get up and walk. Uh, I, but the people are saying. Or even get up and stretch for a few minutes. You have to get up and get that blood circulating. Right. People say that humans are not designed to sit for any extended period of time. It's bad for you to do it at all right mm -hmm. but my question is how is that even possible what else would we do you people can't, can't get up and just walk around all day every fucking day people have to sit down do you think it's because cave people just squatted 
And that's what Probably. you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just like go down on your haunches. Probably. That's very I don't think I could do that. Oh, it's concerning. So here's another public service announcement from Army there. Yeah. If you have a buddy, a chum, a pal, a friend, whatever, who likes to sit there and play video games for far too long, make it your job to make sure that people get up and move a little bit. But aimed at me. You don't want anybody to be a statistic. Are you aiming that at me? No. I will knock you out. You don't sit there and play for 12 hours. No, I can't. I can't. And even if you do sit there for a couple of hours, you're not always just sitting there. Sometimes you're laying down. Sometimes you're in your little yeah. gaming chair on the floor with yeah. your legs straight out, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Or if you're like thing three, it's a full body sport. So you're up oh, on your feet. God, that constantly. Kid. She won't sit down. That kid. Which is, is just as oh, big of a problem if you want to ask me. She's the worst. Yeah, you know, I am excited, though, because Fruit Ninja is coming out for the Connect, and that's going to be fun. We can actually have a game that kids will actually play in the Connect. Because you slice fruit as it flies through the air. I bet she'll be good at it. I bet she hits herself in the face. I bet she breaks things. But she hits herself directly in the face. You know what else I heard is good to prevent deep vein thrombosis? Mm-hmm. Blowjobs. Cut it so out. if while I was gaming, you would just come over and give me a little head, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Instead, Here's my last story. Just watch me die. A woman just took the Illinois bar exam while in active labor, and not only did she finish... She gave birth to a healthy baby less than two hours later, according to Above the Law. She calmly finished, went to the hospital, and had her baby an hour or two later. Girl's a real trooper, one of her friends told the blog. Conveniently, the hospital where the woman gave birth was across the street from the exam site. Conveniently. Like, she just didn't go, oh, there's a hospital right there. I think that's where I'll go. Right. (laughs) But what a woman! I honestly think she must that have some Viking blood running through her veins. Maybe, but I honestly think that things like this focus your mind and make you more able. Like this kind of body That's trauma true. makes you more able to concentrate. Or the test allowed her to ignore her her discomfort. Her, yeah, That's very possible. It's very possible because yeah, you know, the same, same kind of thing as the breathing exercises. It gives you something to focus on other right. than the pain. Right. Because, I mean, think about, like, when we go on road trips and stuff, right? And when you have to pee, you can mentally calculate and triangulate. You have, like, a GPS in your head. You know exactly how far we are away from the next bathroom. Because you have something that you're, it's, like, concentrating you on that issue. You're like, oh, I need to know. And then there's, like, fucking trigonometry in your brain and shit. Yeah. Same thing. Though, who does... I mean, this goes further proof that maybe lawyers aren't as... Maybe it's not as hard as you think. You know? This chick's in full-out vagina rebellion. Oh, she's just got some remarkable control. I, I think She's the kind of person I want representing me. She can keep a, somebody who a had cool a, head. Somebody who doesn't have enough sense not to drop a baby on an important day? No. No. Nah. I don't want anybody that can't be trusted she's to keep She's got some their... serious time management skills. Oh, man. I keep thinking about just one day rolling in and taking the bar. Because you know you don't have to go to law school to take the bar? Did you know that? I heard that once upon a time yeah. and i can't believe that you could really do that i dare you it's expensive does it cost it, it costs a little bit of money. it costs a few hundred bucks aren't you curious I, there's a lot of things that I, yes i'm curious <laughs> but this is another case where just because you can pass the test doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can do the job well right that's true because i i think i probably could but with a so. little bit of coaching Pass the bar. What a great thing to put on your wall. Yeah, that would make people angry. 
Could you get a title from that? Yeah, you're Esquire. What's your lawyer? Okay, there you go. That'd be awesome. Do it. I think Esquire is a lame name for lawyers, though. I don't like it. I, I think it needs to be something you more. Think it's too pretentious sounding. It's too lame sounding. It doesn't sound like you know what I'm saying. It doesn't sound like you did anything, Esquire. Whatever. I don't know. It should be like Hammer of Justice or something. Is that in every state you can do that, or is it just in a select few? I, I no, I believe it's in every state. I believe it, you just have to pass the bar. I don't believe law school is a requirement. Now, I think law school is probably a requirement to get a special job. Though, man, I was reading a story the other day. It is if you're thinking about being a lawyer, you should stop thinking about it. Start doing something else. Why? Because it's the same problem that that most companies have right now, where all the fucking people in charge are not planning on getting out of the way anytime soon, and so there's no place for you. Like I think it used to. The article I was reading said it used to be, um. It used to take you like five years to get out of the grunt position at a law firm. Right. Like you would go in as a grunt and it's really not pleasant. It's really nasty and gross. And you have to work late hours and let, you know, partners touch you and your butt and stuff like that. But after five years and you moved on, you became a real lawyer and you started making actual decent money. Now they're saying mm, might be 20 years. Yikes. Yeah. Because again, Something happened in this country, and I don't know what it was, where all of a sudden we decided that 45, 50-year-old guys were the people we wanted in charge of everything. And instead of gracefully retiring their asses at 60 or whatever, eh, they're just going to hang around until they're 100. Yeah, that's not cool. Which means, yeah, if you're like me, and you look at your org chart at your company and go, okay, well, all these people are the same age as I am, which means that I will never be promoted. It's never, it will never happen. Unless the company decides to suddenly open an entirely new branch and move a bunch of people over, you're done. You're at the, you're at the point of your career is this is as good as it's ever going to get. So it's kind of weird. But then again, I could be a lawyer. So I think about it. I would be one of those kind of troublesome lawyers. But like, like Baez, I'd get in trouble a lot. Like show up, show up in court unprepared. Just be like, what are you doing? I'm suing people today, bro. How about you? I would use the you mad bro. I'm guessing you would probably get some contempt of court charges thrown at you. Yes. I think there's a valid line of you mad bro questioning in there though. Yeah. Like you just look at the other attorney, you mad bro? It's not going well for you. Don't lose your shit from the, from the jury. Don't keep it on it, buddy. All right, you got any other stories over there? I don't. Maybe you've had a baby. Maybe you could go be a lawyer. I don't think having a baby qualifies. Someone to go take the bar exam. Well, you know as much about lawyering as I do. Go do it. I don't think so. Come on. I'd be way too cranky. You'd be a good lawyer. And eventually, if you started off as a lawyer, right, you would eventually become a judge. And then you would get on TV. You'd be one of those cranky old lady judges. And those are very popular. <laughs> That's true. The best thing is you're not. You're already almost there. So it couldn't take much more than three or four years before you're a cranky old lady. Give him a shotgun. And you and Judge Judy be up there. Of course, if she's you, my bestie. I know it would be weird though because you guys would get all like lesbianic and stuff. Which super sweet. You should be like, I really admire you, Kimmy. You'd be like, oh, wah, wah, wah. great, awesome. I need old lady stealing my woman. So after today, I think she can have you. All right. If they want to call us, where can they call us? 
They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Do you think you could use the 70% of women don't know much about their vagina to get laid? <laughs> can you help me find my vulva? I'm concerned that I don't have one no, and I really can't locate it. I think I need a helping hand. If you're a guy, do you think you could use it to get laid? Like, you'd be like, well, this isn't really sex. What? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in your friend pussy. Yeah, too. You know that? We're just friends now. Don't call me. Don't call me. Uh, did we say email? I did. What if I want to call us? I already said that, too. I think after this, you and I just have to get in the ring and just have some moral combat. I know. It's too flipping hot. Well, but you'll be slippery. It'll be harder hot. for me to get the choke out on you. I'm thinking about getting in the pool. I'm too fucking hot. I'm angry. Uh, don't forget to use blu-ray.com. Vote for some podcast ally.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know what to do. We'll do it already. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 